Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Get your brand on board with our pod with a sponsorship campaign and get into the earphones of 100,000 plus highly engaged listeners within our show and across ACOS other famous podcasts. I'll even come up with a creative for you. Get in touch via producerpool.co.uk and we'll have a chat about how it works. Hello and welcome to another edition of the mighty podcast Insane in the Fembrain. Insane in the Fembrain. Greetings one and all, weary travellers. Wonderful people out there dealing with their own ups and downs of, of mental health. Sometimes it's good, sometimes it's bad, but that's why we do these podcasts to make people realise that they're not alone and we are all struggling together. It's all good. Don't you worry about that. You're amongst friends. That's why we're here on the podcast. Welcome one and all. Welcome to new patrons. We've got new patrons, BJ, Claire and Jordan. They joined us over the Easter weekend. Thank you to you guys. If anyone listening to this and you want to become a Patreon, click on the link that's on this connected to the podcast and that will take you to our Patreon page and you can give us a couple of quid and that will give it that will that will help us keep the lights on and help us keep going and getting more wonderful guests. Um, and then all the money goes into the podcast. So if you could do that for us, that would be fantastic. Um, we've also got to push Islington Radio because we do a radio show on there called the Tuned Up Time Machine. And while I've got your ears, I'm going to tell you all about it. Producer Paul and I, uh, we've got this eclectic show that we do on Islington Radio, which is on the Mixcloud app at the moment. So you just download the Mixcloud app and then uh, that's free. And then you've got a whole raft of incredible radio shows at your fingertips, hours included. You've got the, the, the Sweary Witch, she's on there, the Heavy Heavy. You've got James Walsh, he's from Star Sailor. Uh, he's got his own show. Um, Ed Harcourt's got his own show on there. Paul Gallagher, Liam and Noel's brother, he's got a show there. Um, Tom Bright pops up as well. He's the man behind Dislington Radio. So do jump up and have a listen to that. Our show is excellent. And I'm not just saying that, it's absolutely superb. So jump up and have a listen to that. So, also, before we get into this, over on Membrane currently, is Christopher MacArthur Boyd. So go and have a listen to that. It's another brilliant episode with a brilliant comedian and lovely human being. So go and have a listen to that. But this week on Fembrain, I give you the brilliant Jenny Ryan. You know Jenny Ryan. Uh, she's one of the chasers from The Chase. One of the finest game shows it's ever, it's ever been, I think. I, I really enjoy it. You know, Bradley Walsh is a fantastic host. All the chasers are brilliant. I'm a big fan of Bradley, he just makes me laugh, and there's a great clip of him 
losing his mind when him and the guest, even the chasers, she's she, is Anne Haggerty. Anne Haggerty's there, and she, even she's trying to keep a straight face. And the, the chasers have to be kind of stern, and but she's losing because they, they're so about Fanny Schmeller and it's hilarious so have a look on that it's on youtube it's really funny it's bradley walsh just cannot keep it together um and, and jenny jenny agreed to come on i was really was really chuffed because I, I, I think she's amazing and i know i know she's quite a private person outside of the outside of the chase and you know and, and I, I was really chuffed when she said yeah i'd love to come and have a chat she also knows she's really busy as well so um i've met i've met her a couple of times she's come along and she did a musical and we've been out a couple of times you know when uh, we're, we're different people and it's been really she's a lovely woman and it's it was a real joy to get to know her uh, on the podcast so without further ado coming up in a minute is jenny ryan one size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on same goes for healthcare. that's why united healthcare offers flexible budget-friendly coverage for medical vision dental and more learn more at uh1.com ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row dreaming of something better well hello fresh is your guilt-free dream come true baby it's me geeky palmer Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. This is Paige, the co host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving Olive in June. Olive and June gives you Everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. A podcast from producer Paul Dakota.uk. How are you anyway? You good? I'm not bad. Not yeah. bad. It worse been better, but I think that's everybody at the minute, isn't it? I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. By the way, there's no big introduction. It just kind of this. It just kind of eases sure. in. Because then, because <laughs> then otherwise people get a little bit, they start performing a bit and it's like yeah. oh, let's keep it We're keep on. it nice yeah 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 so good good oh, it's nice to have you I've not seen you for ages I've seen you since that yeah. award, was it an awards thing we went to or something or some after party or something wasn't it we all got a bit um, sweet was it the, and... at the Clapham Grand for the Buffy thing Oh yeah! Oh yeah! That was a good. Old, it was that one. Was of, that was one story. of the last things I did before. Oh yeah, that's so it. I remember now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I only a... vaguely remember. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was a bit of that. <laughs> um, yeah, but it's good though. I. How do you find it all? With the. Do you like all that? Like the showbiz side of this. Really? It's like, hard. I find. Yeah. I find that the hardest bit because I'm. I am uh, a natural introvert. I guess. Yeah. Is the is the terminology. Although, yeah, I've, I've read that there's no such thing as extroverts and introverts. We're just all sort of on a continuum. And yeah, yeah um, but I am. I, it, I find that's the biggest energy drain is being on with other people. 
and yeah. um and, and networking and starting conversations and so, <laughs> yeah it's it's terrible that alcohol is such a good lubricant for it oh i know but, I've, yeah, yeah i know yeah. i work kind of that- like i wish i could do this anyway <laughs> yeah it's much easier after three pints yeah it's, it's funny you mention that because i there's conversations i've had recently and i realized i am a i'm a social drinker because of because i'm so i, I didn't realize i was getting anxious about meeting up with people mm-hmm. and looking like a total dick so there's that sweet spot like you say two or three yeah and then you're like ah oh, yeah that's is fine i'm happy to be out and then yeah. after the third, you're like, oh, let's have a fourth. And then yeah. it ends up getting very messy. And you don't remember what you've said to who yeah, and what jobs you've taught yourself out of. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> They'll never work with me again. Yeah, there's been a bit of that. There's been... <laughs> that beer fear the next day. I Yeah, I went to someone's live podcast record and uh, Dom Jolly was the guest. And uh, I kept, I, I'd, 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 I'd had my phone nicked in the afternoon. So I was all stressed about that. And then I'm on the, uh, so I went to the pub before the gig and mm. I had a few there. And then when I got there, I had a few more. So I'm like five deep by now. I don't really drink much more than that. I'm not one of them. And it, and I, but I was hammered and Dom's on and I kept shouting out. But it was fine. It wasn't, uh, the next day I spoke to my uh, Stu Whiffin, whose gig it was. He went, nah, man. He goes, you were fine. He goes, you didn't get in the way. You were actually, what you were shouting out was fine. Yeah. It wasn't but, out of control. No. But it was the fact that I was shouting out at all. It's not my style. I don't, no. You know what I mean? So it taught me a valuable lesson. <laughs> just, yeah. So, yeah, just, uh, and I don't know why, because we don't, you know, when we're out, like you and I have had great conversations and, and it's, we're not, we're, I don't know why we get so anxious about being out. You know, it's a funny one, isn't it? Just, and I think that's going to get worse, that, that almost agoraphobia. Yeah. And social phobia, because we're, we're not used to it. We've, yeah. we've got out of this habit and we're, we're doing things in a very different way now, which is great that there's still the option to socialise with people electronically, yeah. but it's it's not the same. You're not getting the same social cues. And Although I find Zoom a lot better than the phone because yeah. you don't get the, the visual cueing in of when to speak and when not. I found that, re- I find that very, very stressful. I've actually got, I would call it a mild phobia of the phone. Same. I hate making phone calls unless it's to someone I really know. Um, and answering yeah. the phone is a terrifying concept. Isn't it weird? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'm the same. I have to. I have to really psych myself up if I only, if I want to phone the bank or. Yeah. You're like prepping. This. What what could they ask me? What am I going to say? What's the worst <laughs> thing I could say? <laughs> yeah, isn't it weird? And it's it's like I was talking to someone and they went, but they're not going to tell you off. You're yeah. you're ringing up to because you've got to sort something out. But I have this real fear. I suppose I don't know. The, the, with the phone ringing, it's it seems. Oh no! Now what have I done? Yeah, <laughs> it's, a, it's an immediate invasion of your personal space, and it's worse now that we literally carry the phone around with us everywhere. Yeah, you know, you and I are old enough to remember when you didn't do that. <laughs> <laughs> like even when you had your first phone, it was like, oh, I'll, I'll I'll leave it here for now. I'll leave it in the corner of the room. That's it was it. very exciting. <laughs> God, remember going out, going out with your mates, like into town, and uh, and you didn't have a phone. You had no means of communication. No, remember that. It's that mad, was isn't nuts. It? Hello, Mickey Flanagan. <laughs> Mickey, Mickey Flanagan had a bit about that. He said you used to, you'd have to, you'd have to make plans and mm. stick to them. Like yeah. there was none of this. Oh, I can't make it now. I just don't turn up. Yeah, yeah. Shocking, shocking, and, but shocking. Yeah. Kind of protocol now. 
that you can at the last minute you can just go not coming. Yeah. 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 Terrible. My favourite one is when you hit, someone says it's a family emergency. When they're not specific, family emergency is normally code for I can't come. <laughs> I've got coming. I've got a lot of family and there's bound to be some drama going on somewhere. <laughs> yeah. yeah. My cousin my cousin stubbed his toe, so uh that's uh, an emergency. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I've got to go. Yeah, he needs me. He needs mm. me. Mm. Uh, <laughs> so you're quite a are you quite a sort of private person then? You know, so yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm a I'm a solitary private kind of kind of person all around. I've got I've got a lot of uh, yeah, close family and and I've got my close friends and I'm very very protective and and defensive over them. But I'm I'm uh, I'm more at home with my own company. Even even with them, I, I, after a certain number of people, yeah, it gets to the point where I'm. <laughs> I've, I have the the yen to have a party about every two or three years, right? Like yeah. a big party, and it's great, but it's stressful, <laughs> and so that's that's about my limit. I'm 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 uh, yeah introverted, prefer my own company. So kind of the lockdown thing hasn't. It's been good and bad for me. Yeah, right. It's 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 been fine because. This is how I spend a lot of my time anyway. This yeah. is this is me um, sitting by myself, watching TV, reading stuff, listening to stuff, learning so yeah. much of the time. And uh, for many years, I felt guilty that I didn't prioritise like socialising with other people or spending time with other people. And then I saw... Um, Sounds really pretentious. Uh, I saw a, an executive life coach. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, she. I say it like that, and she was. She's this absolutely bonkers ex-Broadway actress. Yeah. Um, she's she's fantastic, and um, she taught me about something called circles. Have you heard this theory about the the first, second, and third circle? No. And this comes from um, drama theory. Okay. But it's been extrapolated into like psychology, so when we are sort of doing our day-to-day out and about where you're having to expend energy on other people and it can be quite draining but it's kind of at a normal level that's you're in the second circle there so your your first circle is the inner circle it's it's you doing your thing to re-energize peace and quiet whatever it takes for you to get the energy to to spend more time in second circle which is sort of just outside that, you know, concentric mm. circles outside of that. And different people have different tolerances yeah, right. for how much of the second circle time they can take <laughs> without going back into first circle. And it, first circle could be as little as having five minutes daydreaming when you're in the middle of like a group rehearsal yeah, or something yeah, yeah. like that. Or it could be, for me, it could be spending a week at home seeing nobody. <laughs> that, that's that's just that's just my style is I need more first circle time yeah. than a lot of other people do. And finding that balance between not feeling guilty right. that you need to spend more time to re-energise so that you are performing at your best in this second circle. And the other trick is not to trip over into third circle, which I'm sure you and I know lots of people who spend a lot of their time in third circle and they don't know yeah. it. They are, everything's going outwards. Everything is, and yeah. and they are actually draining the people around them. It is, they're on top note 
all the time. They're exhausting and they're exhausting, especially for people like me who are, you know, we'd rather be in first circle. (laughs) We'd rather not have to deal with that. And that is absolutely, so they must be exhausted. I don't understand how those people operate. I work with a couple of them. I'm like, nope, (laughs) I can't get my head around that. That sounds dreadful. Uh, Yeah, so there's... But you get it. The, the the perfect bit to be in is that balance. When you're out and about working and interacting with other people, it is exhausting. So recognising, right, second circle time. I've got to be in second circle for the next two days, pretty much solid because yeah. I'm working. So I'm not going to see anyone tonight. I'm not going to do that Zoom call. I'm not going to yeah. do anything other than what I want to do just yeah. just for the evening. Just, yeah. Working Brilliant. out that yeah. balance. But I felt guilty for so long really? like just for wanting an afternoon by myself I thought this is the stuff I should be doing and I know a lot of that comes from my childhood and you know having yeah. to pick between spending time with my dad spending time with my mum and all that oh, sort of yeah, stuff right. so there's, there's no right answer is there no there's no right answer especially like but that nobody uh, told yeah. me that <laughs> <laughs> but that's it isn't it until until we've started having these conversations you don't you do think that there's something wrong with you mm. that when you when you're doing certain things and and the trauma of that, of, you don't realise of, even like with, when I broke up with the mother of my kids and we kept it as, 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 as sort of as calm as we could. We never took it out on the kids, never used the kids against each other. Even if we were fighting, the kids mm-hmm. never saw it. It, it still, there's still, it still causes a, a, a problem with, you know, there still is that trauma. Yeah. Like you said, it was, you know, you had to decide between your mum and dad and you, and you feel bad that. If you're not, when you're with one, you feel bad. You're not with the other one. Yeah. And that's bound to affect you. Then you feel guilty because you're having fun with one. And yeah. You think, well, they're, you know, sat there by themselves or they're doing something else or they're doing something even more fun oh, without yeah. me. <laughs> so there's, there's, there's either way. Yeah. And, and invariably, I'd pick the one that would make me <laughs> most miserable in the end just because I felt guilty. So, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, yeah, I know. Guilt, yeah, guilt. it's always guilt, isn't it? I'm been I've been riddled with guilt. I didn't mm. realise that until very recently. That mm. I just felt guilty about everything, about the past things that I did when I was younger. That and it and it took it took someone to turn around and go, "You're so worried about the past. You're fucking up the future." Yeah. And I'm I'm like, oh yeah, I am. Yeah, I was too busy trying to make amends for past shit. Yeah, and it's ridiculous. Yeah, you know? yeah. I, I I was raised Catholic, so I, I know. Oh, wow. Everything's wrong. Just feel guilty about everything that you've ever done, that you've thought about doing, or that you're thinking about doing in the future. It's it's generally bad. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing with the Catholicism. It does seem to be you're just guilty as soon as you're born. You're just like you came yeah. out, and the fact that you're alive is you should be guilty for that. And it's 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 such a bizarre sort of. Um, it's an unconscious thing that they teach you. There's the conscious things that they teach you at Catholic school that a reasonable person is going, that is nonsense. I'm not listening to that. And and then there's obviously there's this really insidious undertone of guilt mm. that that isn't overtly taught, but it's there. So, you know, you, you sit in one of my, one of my abiding memories of, the wonders of a Catholic education. <laughs> Most of the teachers were great and they, they, there was no religion brought into anything at all. But this RE teacher um, had a lesson, you know, just the girls, just the girls, just oh, the girls yeah. in this one. Okay. And, basi- and I would say basically, she literally said this. She said, 
if you have sex outside of marriage, you will get cervical cancer and you'll probably die. What? Yeah. Oh my and god. And then she tried to back it up with science. And I'm like, you've you've got something what? a bit wrong. You know, there's something there's HPV and all that sort of stuff which can lead to cervical cancer and and yeah. you can pick that up as a sexually transmitted disease, but it doesn't know when you're married. <laughs> <laughs> what are you? Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and, and but you'd have to sit there and listen to this stuff, and you'd know that two thirds of the, the girls in the room were like, "Oh, is that yeah. true?" And they they were the ones who were already having it. So. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they just yeah yeah they just more. Like, oh shit, mate! So they felt but yeah they felt guilty like yeah I've already doomed my own uh, reproductive system. Nice one. <laughs> but isn't it funny that it was all it was that it was like marriage seems to be this false field. Yeah. About like yeah, you, you, <laughs> if you you can yeah, if you have sex outside of this force field, oh my god, the shit is going to happen to you. <laughs> but if you get married to a man, to a man, yeah, to no a man, man, yeah, then you'll be protected. And only once. Yes. And you even get if one sh- shot. Yeah, and even if he's shit to you or you're shit to him, you have to yeah. stay together. Mm-hmm. To, for, oh jeez. Yeah. It's and it's also that they can be. I had this conversation last night. We were watching the. Um, there's a documentary about a nun that got that got killed, and we were, and it was all to do with the. the they reckon there was a Catholic priest that was the mm. instigator behind it all. And yeah, yeah, I think yeah. I've seen that one. Yeah, yeah, and you're yeah. just, and I was watching it, and you're like, wow. And they, even when all these witnesses and all these people came forward and and started telling their stories, and they never knew each other to start with. You've seen it, yeah. And now they've all come together. They've all got similar stories, yet they're from different backgrounds. The church was still saying, like, you know, well. Yeah, no, we didn't know about that. We didn't know about that. Mm-hmm. Just to hang on to their bit of power, and yeah. I find that frightening. Really, yeah. that's you know. that's that's the, the the horrible dichotomy is that in many ways I'm very fond of my Catholic background mm. as as a as a general concept and the, and a lot of the ritual of it. Yeah, I'm very fond of, and and I think there's a lot to be said for having some structure like that to, to your thinking and to, to your lifestyle. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, but there is so much of it that is deeply uncomfortable and it, and it, and that becomes when you break it down, there's, there's the, there's the day-to-day level of living your life within a religion, which is smashing, lovely. Yeah. Generally the day-to-day uh, rules and regulations and, and the codes that you live by, they're actually very positive. But then when you get to hierarchy and structure and giving people power over others, it all falls apart. And you see that in every single religion, don't you? It's, yeah, it's, it's always the human element that, yeah, the people in charge of it start yeah. to start to get a little bit greedy and power mad and, and then they yeah. want to keep you in your place and they want to get more money out of you. And Yeah, but the actual concept of there being somebody, or some not somebody, but something that created us, yeah. And then, yeah, like you say, the fundamentals are really nice, and the social it's a side helpful. Of it as well. It's a helpful yeah. thing to have for for people to rationalise their existence, and to, it kind of it does like codify common sense to a certain that love your neighbour, just be yeah. nice to people. Yeah, I, I I didn't need I didn't need to be told that really on a deep level, but it's nice. Yeah, that you know the big man's gone love your neighbour, and you go. If he says it, 
I, yeah. I was I was right all along, guys. Come on, <laughs> let's do it. Yeah, and don't worry about like don't be covering their rocks and yeah, and all, all that, that and, all that know. sort of stuff. Yeah, but you didn't yeah. say anything about you know don't order gay cakes from bakeries and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> but they sound. Oh. But that's it, is it? That's human beings manipulating <laughs> the words to suit their own <laughs> bullshit narrative. Yeah. And yeah, you scour any the Old Testament, New Testament. I don't think it mentions bakeries anywhere. No. Gay no, or not. Say, well, it says you shouldn't wear mixed fabrics. Yeah. Right. So you know, oh, if okay. you're wearing, so, I'm, I mean, I think I'm all right. I've got mainly cotton on today, but yeah, uh, yeah right. there's definitely been occasions where I'm. I, I'm I'm going to hell, basically. <laughs> so there's something to be said for the double denim then. <laughs> yeah, I'm doing Absolutely it for the man. Absolutely safe, safe, yeah. safe. Yeah. <laughs> oh god. So I did that. So with that, with that, with the privacy thing in mind, and it, and I always thought that about you. Whenever we've seen each other, there's you're always quite sort of you know cool and calm, and you're very laid back and, mm. and quiet. And which is, I'm not knocking that. It's, it's a I'm like an observer thing, more than more than yeah. anything. I kind of feel like I don't belong in a lot of places, and so that's why I need a few pints to yeah. actually it's funny, insert think, myself yeah. into the conversation. Yeah, no, no, you're right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You kind of yeah. When we were at that thing I mentioned at the beginning, you were sort of sat, and you and Jade were sat on the side, and you know, mm. watching everyone dancing and things like that. And yeah, it's a funny. I don't think most people feel that they fit into those situations, really. You know, mm. it, it, that's why everyone gets so pissed so quick, <laughs> you know, because we're all anxious. We're all the same going, oh, God, what? there's that imposter syndrome that everybody oh, has. Yeah. And, you know, and it's... Although that's people who definitely don't have imposter syndrome, and I, I, I do know some of those people. Yeah. Like they have the opposite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they're in circle three, and we don't hang around with them too often. No, no, they absolutely they wipe you out, man. They wipe you out. <laughs> I know a few people like that, and you just go, I, I wish I didn't give a fuck so much as you, yeah, yeah like you yeah. do, yeah, yeah. I always, yeah, it's funny, isn't it? But and then you've got, and now you're, you're, you know, you're on the chase, and and I see, I, I've seen the, you know, the shit that you get online and it and you deal with it brilliantly but that must be exhausting as well when you're just all you're doing is you're doing you're, you're part of a show you're entertaining people and yet people still want to have a pop at you and it that, yeah. it's it's you know. it's it's really frustrating i mean I, for one thing I, w I will say that i don't get as much abuse or as hard abuse as the contestants do oh really they get absolute hell um i get a, a fraction of that and mm. then shall we say my my male colleagues get a fraction of what i get because yeah, right. you know we we yeah. we know that the way the the world is structured um yeah and a lot of people don't like to see a woman displaying knowledge or power or that sort of thing still so you do you do get a bit of that it's the the frustrating thing is that social media is brilliant for communication. It's it's made made people able to find their tribe and to find a community for themselves that they might not have found in their immediate physical environment. And there's a lot of positives to it, but also it means that everybody with an opinion has forgotten that nobody really needs to hear their opinion. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh, but they, yeah. they can broadcast it and not only can they broadcast it, they can, it's the equivalent of getting that phone call. 
you know, yeah. someone's ringing you up. Oh, what's this? You yeah. shit. <laughs> All right. Cheers. Thanks. Cheers, mate. Thanks. And most of the time you're like, <laughs> <laughs> and then there's the, it ju- there's sometimes it just finds the little, the little gap in the armor and it slinks right through and you're, you can't stop thinking about the one negative comment you got out of a thousand positive comments. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. The, that's the one that goes round and round in your head. Yeah. It's it's just such a a nasty side effect of what could be a really positive thing for community and communication. Yeah. It's really annoying that not everybody needs to know exactly what you think of the contestants on MasterChef. No, exactly. It's, yeah, Especially, think, yeah. you know, what they... Maybe comment on the food. Don't comment on the face. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Don't yeah. comment on the way they, you know, the way they speak. They've got a lisp or something. Like, get a grip. Yeah. Yeah, get I know a, what you get mean. Get a grip. Yeah. And yeah. it's, yeah, people don't... It's, yeah, they use it as a... Because they're, they're, they're obviously annoyed about something in their life that they're not dealing with or something you know I, I know I've been I, I know I was surrounded by people that you'd be watching telly and all you could hear is them going what's the state of him look yeah. at that you know when I was growing up and that's and and I and to and I would do it when I was younger and it took someone else to go all you do is slag the telly off yeah. what you do and I'm like oh yeah because that's what I was that's what I was surrounded by yeah but you keep that in the living room you yeah know? Yeah, yeah it's still if I'm sitting with my parents or whatever, we make jokes about stuff on the TV and yeah. you can be a bit, you know, a bit biting. There's no way I'd put that into the public domain. No. No way. No. Well, that's it. I mean, Jade and I would do that. We'd sit and we have a, whatever, and we just, yeah, just take the piss out of what we were watching and it was yeah. good It was good it's fun. It's your audience. You know your audience yeah. there and yeah. you're not hurting anybody because they're never going to hear it. Yeah. However... <laughs> when the people feel emboldened to type that out and even not even just put it on Twitter because I don't search my own name or anything I, no. I make a point of not doing that when they tag you or even better when they actually private message you some wow. criticism wow. they go to the trouble because I, I only have I have um, my messages are only open on one platform yeah and even on that I've got my friend uh my admin team friend Excellent. who goes Excellent. through things and she just flags things when they need to be flagged. She She's very good at batting things away as well. <laughs> um, but people taking the trouble to actually type something in and find where to post it to you and posting it to you. It's, yeah, yeah it's, yeah. it is mind boggling. It is mind. I, I, I don't know when I've ever been that angry at something on the TV. No, no. Well, to, it used to, be, to, yeah. to do that, or, or you know, if you're that angry at something on TV, it's about the program itself. So you found the BBC complaints line or yeah. something. <laughs> not, yeah. not that person. You stop having that face. Like, <laughs> I get a lot of comments about my expressions. Like, stop pulling faces. I'm like, that's just my face. That's just what you it's do. It's called it's having not... expressions. Yeah, <laughs> you can't pick up people on that. Yeah, and it, and the, I think people forget that. I've only seen the chase a few times, but that but the, you're supposed to be the, the chases are supposed to be serious and you're, yeah. it's a character you're playing I don't think people understand that I know Paul gets used to get will get some shit you know yeah. and... it is it's a character I mean we're, yeah. we're we're sort of based on ourselves and it's and it's ourselves dialed up a bit because it's it's meant to be a bit natural as well the way we interact yeah. with Brad and, and the contestants but it is it is a character but then I see 
characters from, well, actors from soaps. So at the moment, uh, at time of recording, there's a big storyline on Emmerdale. Yes. Uh, yeah. Where a character is uh, abuse. He's a, a gambling addict who's um, physically abusing his son. And it's a horrible storyline. It's really mm. troubling. But the actor who's playing this guy, uh, Reese Dinsdale, yeah, uh, yeah, actor yeah. of long standing, has had to come off Twitter because wow. he's getting personal abuse and threats for playing a fictional character. And, and it is some people have, well, lots of people must have trouble distinguishing between, you know, reality, fantasy, what's a character, what's... Yeah, it's coming yeah, through a TV yeah. screen. It's probably not real unless no, exactly, it's the news. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So no wonder people are believing fake news, but also not believing that that's an act. Yeah. It's it's crazy. It's, it's an absolutely bananas world. <laughs> uh, well, well, right I, think, I think that with, with soap operas, it, it's it, because people watch it religiously. And so they, they build up a, a connection and a relationship with yeah. all the characters. And it, they start, I suppose it's your brain doesn't really, can't really tell the difference between uh, real and not real. And, mm. and so you start to think that what's happening is happening. And then, yeah, it's, yeah. Uh, I was, I was talking to the actor, Nicholas Pinnock, and he said, even when he's acting, his own brain can't tell the difference, like the trauma that he's feeling and acting. Yeah. He's actually, his brain is experiencing that. And so it takes him a while to come out of characters when, and, and deal with it. And, and so, and so to, I saw that with Reese. I saw what was going on and he's, he's such a lovely dude on Twitter. He just, he's not, he's not horrible. He's just posting bits and bobs. He's just having a nice time, having a chat with people. But yeah, the shit he was getting. Absolutely. It's, 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 it's wild. Yeah. And it, it's what that's one of those things that makes me worry about people. Mm. And it makes, you know, it makes me even more anxious about myself. Yeah. Because yeah. there's a certain amount, you know, we are, The Chase is one of the biggest shows on ITV. I mean, we, we, outstripped the soaps on a couple of occasions the last wow. few weeks so and we're there we're piped into people's houses at five o'clock every day and there is a certain sense of uh, you know that ownership yeah that people feel of you they feel this familiarity they think that you're their friend or that they're that you're part of their furniture so i, I yeah. you know i found not that long after i started on the show people grab you people physically touch you Right, okay. and assume that they can do that. Yeah, wow. In so fact, a, a, yeah. a, a lady, well, I was washing my hands um, in the ladies at a theatre, and she got hold of me. What? You know, they she she grabbed like, she yeah. grabbed my wrist to talk to me and started mid sentence. You know, as as people in Bolton do, <laughs> just sort of <laughs> they assume that you you were party to the rest of the conversation and uh, yeah, you are yeah, yeah. an old friend. Just carry. Wow, yeah, people. Uh, have this sense of um, they're very proprietal over you because yeah. they own you. They, they, they see you every day. You are allowed into their home. So they think that they're allowed into you. Yeah. You yeah, get, yeah. Get my meaning. I get it. it yeah. That public, public property thing. Yeah. And as the show gets bigger and as I've done other things, like when I did X Factor, sort of the day I was announced on the cast of X Factor, I noticed immediately I was getting recognised 
Right. Like it went up by a factor of 10, like yeah. ridiculous. And people in the street were stopping me and spotting me and I can hear them. The chase is a very hard word to whisper. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody can whisper it. It's so I can tell hard, when people have yeah. clocked me because uh, I've chased on you. Yeah. I thought it was incognito. You know, I'm there with my hat on and my hair scraped back and yeah, uh, yeah, none of yeah. none of the actual accoutrements of the role. Um, people have clocked you. But it's 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 a nice feeling that you are you're not completely on the outside anymore that people do mm. know who you are yeah. but also it's even more isolating because it's, right. it's you you are a bit more vulnerable yeah so you're I'm, safer uh, and more vulnerable at the same time and people know more about you than you ever could about them and that's i mean that's that's really tough i've had some conversations with my friends recently about um about dating right and it's basically impossible really basically yeah it would be different if if i was you know one of my male colleagues you know going on a uh, one of these sites uh one uh, going on an app oh yeah um because i i you know i have not just the 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 power dynamics off isn't it already yeah 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 it's 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 totally off yeah Unless I, you know, ran into, God, who's, who's good? Um, I mean, Killian Murphy was round here recently. Lovely. He was, he was filming just around the corner. Oh, there you go. I didn't, you know, so, so like the power dynamic wouldn't be that off there. No, no, I mean, no. It would be off in the other direction. In your own right, yeah. Um, but so the the that's a hard starting point anyway. It, I'd feel it'd have to be someone at least within my industry. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get it. And then the other factor is an already heightened risk of a woman meeting up with a bloke who she's yeah. never met before. The yeah. first date scenario. That's already a huge risk for us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. True. Yeah. And if somebody has bad plans for me. Yeah. And they've clocked who I they know who I am. That's even oh. worse. So it, it makes it almost impossible so i did I, I i got hinge i thought i'll just i'll browse and have a look yeah and i found myself just being so critical of everybody on there so oh, really? <laughs> this huge list of reasons i've re- like too many photos with your fucking labradoodle mate oh yeah 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 that. we're not buying that um, shit come on no 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 uh you know the the too many photos with cars. Um, right. Yeah, there'd yeah, be yeah. all sorts of reasons. Be like misspelled his own job description. Out. <laughs> done. So it, basically, I've gone through everybody on there and rejected them all for very, very pathetic. Re- but I know that's that's me protecting myself, isn't yeah. it? That's, yeah, and, yeah. And I know, and it just it's 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 one of these horrible things that you know you've been dwelling on during this horrible time that I. Is this it now? Am I forever alone? I have to get used to this. Yeah. It's yeah. It's a uh, it's it's a really tough one because it's hard, yeah. there's the power dynamic in one way that the that women are, are naturally given what society is like now, and it you know we like to think it's changed over the last couple yeah. of decades. It ain't. We've seen from recent events. Yeah. There's a risk factor there of being a woman going out and and meeting people but also the power dynamic the other way that yeah. it's you know if you go on a first date with someone you're finding out about each other for the first time they already know about me 
they can Google a lot about my life. Uh, yeah. This is why I try and keep as private as possible, but and they already think it. they know me as well. It's like that old lady who grabbed me in the in the toilets. Yeah, you right. Think she knows me. Shit, yeah, yeah. So you can't win. Yeah, it's it's, it's a it's a it's a lose lose situation. So Shit, you know. Man. Yeah. Yeah, I get until, it. I, until Killian yeah. Murphy just knocks on, you know. Like <laughs> you never know. He does his radio <laughs> show. He does a radio show from his basement. Maybe start listening to that and work yeah. your way in that way. Just... <laughs> I don't know why. I, I, I only picked him because he's been all over the local paper for the last three days. Oh, he's in he? town. Filming. Like yeah. they had they had live updates on the local paper's website. Like oh, a screen has gone up to shield the the actors from public view. Like. <laughs> Yeah, they, they just want to yeah. crack on, lads. They get, do that, get a yeah. Grip. <laughs> it's the most exciting thing to happen in Bolton for a long time. Yeah, well, we, that... we, we do we do get a lot of um, a lot of things being filmed in Bolton. Yeah, right. so we've got some really good locations. Yeah. Uh, so that's I mean we've got some good period locations for things like Peaky Blinders. So oh, of course, yeah. Yeah. I love it's... Bolton. I've got a few friends who live in Bolton, and it's yeah. I always have a nice time up there. I have oh, a, yeah. I do have a better time. The further up I go, not the, I'm not dissing London, but I think because London's changing so drastic, changed so drastically over the years, and it's not yeah. really as I remember it now. Mm. And it, and so when you go to other places like I'll go Bolton or Manchester or Liverpool, wherever, I there's still they it feels like London used to feel like. Yeah. So there's still an element of fr- friendliness and spontaneity as well spontaneity there's more yeah. things happening there's more you'll find it i've been in manchester several times and there's always a dark and corner where something weird and wonderful is happening and which is what london used to be like yeah you know and yeah. it, you'll get more there's more sort of more interesting clubs like a band that you've yeah. never heard of but you go oh, this is wicked absolutely going on agree. further up yeah yeah it's it's interesting the way that it's uh London's out Londoned itself. It has. It's, it's just it's yeah. it's run out of steam at the moment. It, you know, it could be a renaissance coming on. Yeah. But for the moment, it's it's your Manchester's, your Glasgow's, everything yeah. else. They're, they're absolutely smashing it. Having a great well, time. Well, they were. Yeah. They were. It'll be it'll be back soon enough. <laughs> exactly. I think hopefully this lockdown now is we're on the way out of this one. I'm already booking in gigs and stuff like that. So fingers crossed, it's happening. I yeah. Hope so, well, that, I'm yeah. I'm I'm thinking long term now. It's my fortieth this time next year, so um, I'm 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 already like, yeah. Let's get the plans in. Let's let's yeah. book venues. Let's be, you know, book some acts. Let's do it. There let's, you go. There's yeah. your big there's your big do for your for your two year. Uh, yeah. Gap. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Although um, I want to kind of recreate my thirtieth, which is one of the best, just the best parties I've ever thrown. Oh really? Uh, so Bolton, as it turns out, was home to the first music hall, de- dedicated music hall in uh, in Britain. Oh, really? So in tribute to that, I had a, a music hall themed night where basically everyone turned up and did a turn. It's great. Oh, lovely. And a, re- a real wide variety as well. Yeah. Some people did turn up and do actual music hall songs, like 19th century stuff. Oh, really? Amazing. And monologues right. and... Some people did dancing demonstrations, and um, so we had a, a, an old friend of mine is James Harkin from No Such Thing as a Fish QI, oh, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. and he did the Elements song, yeah, right, uh, just from memory. Um, <laughs> and then at the very end, Paul Sinar had been on at the Comedy Store in Manchester, and he turned up, uh, you know, two gigs in and several pints in, yeah, and did. Uh, 
a sing-along mega mix of the hits of 1982. <laughs> <laughs> he even printed out little lyric sheets for everyone. It was adorable. So he sang, one of the songs he did was Star Maker. Oh, I, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Kids yeah, from yeah, Fame, yeah, which yeah, I then yeah. reciprocated and I sang at his wedding reception. Oh, beautiful. <laughs> That's lovely. Yeah. Do you know what? It's funny you mentioned Paul doing that. I did a gig. We're in North Yorkshire and we had to stay over in this little village. And so we'd finished the gig and then there was a piano in the corner. So we're all having a few pints and everyone's gone home. And Paul, and I didn't realise, I'd, I'd, I'd known Paul just through comedy. I didn't know he had this other side to him. And you can tell him, you say, you name any 80s song and he can yeah. play it on the piano. Yeah. And we were just going, this one, that one, and trying to trying to catch him out as well, like going a bit obscure. And he went, oh, no, hang on a minute. Uh, and he'd work it out. And it was brilliant. Yeah. Superb. So, yeah. The man's an extraordinary... extraordinary but that's what I like. Man. I like those yeah. those hidden talents that people have that people don't expect, which is sort of the, the point of my uh, my 30th. And ho- hopefully on an even grander scale yeah. for my 40th with more drag queens. <laughs> There'll be more drag. So you're into the drag queens as well. Oh, yeah. yeah. You're loving it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's, something, it's great that... Um, something me and my sister bond over oh yeah uh, she might my, my stepsister we weren't uh we weren't raised together we we only met as adults oh, okay. and we've had you know pretty different bringings mm. and you know she's not super academic i was and i was my mum's only kid and she yeah. has siblings and all that sort of stuff and so it's it's We've we've had these these different backgrounds, so this thing that's brought us together is a yeah, love right. of drag, a love of people putting on too much makeup and sitting about, <laughs> which I've I've always loved, you know, Danny LaRue and oh, yeah. pantomime dames and all that sort of stuff. When I was a kid, I was I thought that was just the epitome of glamour was Danny LaRue. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> but, yeah. Wow. There's a woman on the telly. She looks super glamorous and she's hilarious. And you don't see that. I think that's what what made it such a significant thing for me was this was women allowed to be funny. And it, it didn't matter that it wasn't yeah. actually a woman. Yeah. It so was, some um, people yeah. see it as see drag as, you know, taking the mick out of women and, and being quite derogatory. I see it as it's quite empowering to women because there's an idealization of women and these, these women in inverted commas can do what they want. Yeah. But also as a, as a sort of subjugated, marginalized section of the community you know, women are more Mm. marginalized than men. Yeah. And yet more marginalized than women are gay men. Right. Yeah. So, they've chosen women to to uplift themselves which is so oh, flattering yeah, yeah actually yeah, yeah, it's yeah. that you know it's it's a it's a real appreciation society of yeah. <laughs> marginalized groups you know this is what yeah. we love about women and then there are women are like this is what we love we we really appreciate what you're doing yeah and the biggest fan base is uh is young women right which yeah is brilliant yeah. and i went to DragCon in London last right. year. I ended up working on a, a stall of one of the drag queens called the Vivian. <laughs> I couldn't walk around. Oh, I kept no, getting yeah. stops. <laughs> so I sat at the back, you know, uh, filling bags uh, full Just of T-shirts for her. Uh, it was brilliant. <laughs> but the vast majority of people there were young women and especially like teenage girls and younger 
Oh, they're just families. So that there'd be, you'd get dads there and they brought brought their little kids, including a couple of like little boys who decided, you know, they were wearing their glittery nail varnish and they felt really happy that they could just be them. And the dads are a bit like looking around like, this is a lot. There's a lot going on here that I'd never really yeah. contemplated before, but absolutely embracing it with open arms. And I thought that was absolutely a, a brilliant, yeah, a brilliant atmosphere, really celebratory. That's fantastic. And I've never really empowering it, yeah. for these little girls as well. You know, the young yeah. women, the, they are watching shows like Drag Race, which is a multi-talent competition mm. and seeing, you know, you can be, you can be funny and pretty. You yeah. can be great at fashion and also you could you don't have to you don't have to do everything but you can yeah. try all of these different things and and not be not be done down for it but celebrated for it yeah if definitely. these you know if the if the people they're seeing can get through their adversity and do this then they can do anything it's it's a it's an interesting effect that it is having yeah not the expected thing it was when they first put out drag race they thought it was going to be really niche it's just like just 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 the gays man just for the gays and it took off (laughs) it's gone mad everybody going yeah this is just a classic talent show yeah it's it's, a great format i think it's great and i'm not really into that yeah i i you know i didn't really know much about the drag scene until until you know i was hanging around with jade and then it, it really shone. A, I really opened my eyes to it, and there was a moment. It was a moment. I'm like, oh, there was, you know, the old school like me being brought up. I've always been open-minded, but there's still that old school kind of bloke like, oh, this, I, oh, I don't know how to handle this. <laughs> yeah. This, well, okay, he's he's eight feet tall. And, <laughs> oh, okay. No, you look you look amazing. I'm having weird feelings. You, yeah. you, you look cool, man. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what I'm saying. Um, and then. And then with drag, with drag race, is it Bimini Bim Bomb Bimini Bamboolash? Yeah, I I I that Bimini for me is incredible. Just that whole punk element mm. to it, it, like it's like it's beyond drag. It's it's yeah. art, and it. I I remember seeing seeing that uh, seeing Bim, Bimini and just going holy shit it just uh, it was a, an amalgamation yeah. of everything that I'm that I'm into like yeah and it was brilliant she's brilliant yeah and and Bimini being on there and showing off all the different um all the different elements to their to their craft yeah. it, it it was a huge demonstration that drag isn't just one dimensional it isn't yeah. just looking super glam it isn't just being on brand for you. It's 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 about creativity and finding yeah. an outlet. And the extra dimension there being that Bimini was really openly talking about being non-binary, where that started mm. so many conversations. Oh god, yeah, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And I think that meant in my heart of hearts, I knew Bimini wasn't going to win because of that. Because unfortunately, there is still some residual phobia in uh, in in Mamaru. She's mm, old school. Yeah, she thinks drag queen is a gay man in a dress, oh, yeah. looking as glamorous as possible. It's a very narrow view, but it's obviously opening up. So I think Bimini has challenged so many people in their perceptions of gender, in their perceptions mm. of what drag is and their perceptions of what 
what Bimini is. Yeah. Because yeah. you see, uh, they've just signed with a huge modelling agency. And yeah. they've got a book coming out. <laughs> and I'm um, yeah. still absolute punk. Exactly. It's, Aesthetic. Just, yeah, oh. it's, it's, it's that it's, you can't put Bimini anywhere. Mm. And that's like most people like talking about being non-binary. What I've learned from having these conversations with different people is that people are more fluid than they, than, yeah. than they really, than you're, they're allowed to be. Like you were saying, you know, yes, sometimes, most of the time you want to sit at home and you want to read and you want to learn stuff and you want to be yeah. in your own company. And then sometimes you're like, no, oh, no, I fancy going out. I fancy going out. Yeah. And so and people are like, oh, no, but you're an introvert. Yeah, like, yeah, that's well, why I, I don't really like that category. Yeah. Because I'm not always an introvert and sometimes yeah. I do. Yeah, it's people change and people change day to day and hour to hour. Yeah. I, 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 I hate binary choices. That's something I really, really hate. Yes. You know, it, you know, what's your favourite film? I'm, someone asked me that last week and I was like, I could give you my top 20. Yeah. That might change tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't tell you my favourite film because in what category? Yeah, yeah. You know, if you you t- what's your favourite film of 1960? I could probably give you my top 10. So, you, yeah. yeah. What's your favourite comedy film? I've got loads. <laughs> <sighs> it changes all the time. It's like, yeah, yeah people go, what's your, what's, what's your favourite book? You go, well, the one I'm reading at the minute is pretty yeah. cool. It depends on your mood and yeah. yeah, yeah. And I think people need to be more. We're only just starting that change, though. That's the mm. thing. And I think sometimes people forget that we are only just starting to have these conversations. Yeah. You know, I, I've said this many on many other episodes. Being being from the set, I grew up in the seventies and the eighties. So everything there was only boys and girls. Mm. Then there was the odd talk of someone that was that was trans, but you know, and they weren't they weren't slagged off. It was they were it was it was said with love, and you know, mm. but it wasn't. They didn't really understand what that really meant. Yeah. So it was it wasn't really talked about that often. So there wasn't the the, the term non-binary and the term like you've just said binary uh, binary. What did you say binary binary choices? Yeah is a new thing to me and probably to a lot of other people from my age. You know, I'm not, yeah. I'm not ancient, but I'm 49. So yeah, and it, it takes a me. long time to, to, to filter through and to become yeah. more widely known. It's, I, I do think, and I've thought for a long time that most things are on a continuum. Yeah. Where there isn't, there isn't black, white, there's all those shades in the middle. So mm-hmm. why should, you know, your gender be like that, your sexuality, why should your lifestyle choice, yeah. your personality be, be that? Yeah. The other day I was asked, how do you describe your personality? I'm like, uh. I don't know. Ask, yeah. me, ask me again tomorrow and I'll be able to give you a million words and they'll all be very different. Yeah. But for, yeah. So it's, it's, I think it, it does, it does filter through eventually and, and maybe in 50 years yeah. we won't be having to have as many conversations. But it's it's amazing what representation does. I think a lot of people still don't appreciate how important it is to see people represented. People mm. like Bimini yeah. on screen that started off these conversations. There's, there's so much. My, my I love my stepdad to bits, but he is, uh, he is a 60-year-old Yorkshireman who yeah. you know he went to a boys grammar school and he he, he knows he knows he knows what he knows yeah <laughs> um but yeah he he has changed incredibly over the last couple of decades in 
he will listen and he will be educated. And when something comes up on the TV or in conversation, he will listen and he will, he will take it on board and process it. And then, but then he starts using it. So one of his favourite words is heteronormative. Wow. Yeah, it's lovely that he's, he's getting it. He's starting to get it and he, he understands why sometimes when he says something like, oh, that's for girls, when he says that oh, yeah. to my nephews, mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, no, 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 we can't. No, 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 please yeah. don't. Yeah. Um, and... It go. It's just having an openness to to learn and to not get defensive about just because something's always been the way you've thought of it. Yeah. Doesn't mean you should think that way forever. It doesn't mean you should be holding on to it yeah. till kingdom come. It's not a failure to learn something new and realize that was no good. Yeah, yeah, or realise yeah. you were slightly wrong and changing that. And that's, you know, it's a case in point. My stepdad, he's, he will, he's going to continue learning. And he's, you know, he's got, him and my mum have got my uncle Steve, who's their gay best friend, and they go on holiday with him. And he's he's always learning new stuff, yeah, <laughs> you right. know, and, yeah. and they, things come up that he wouldn't normally have thought of before. And, you know, he's now got grandsons who now he's thinking about the next generation and how things might affect them and how things are different for them. Yeah. Very, very different. He's not, he's not had to think about that sort of thing before. No. He's, you know, I was quite a self-sufficient teenager. So <laughs> pretty much fully formed. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She's fine. She's all right. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, it's, it's, it's something that I think is really important. I hate when people whinge about, Oh, woke casting on this and blah blah. Oh, it that does my head in because yeah. if you understood, if those people who were complaining about that understood how important it is yeah. to for for someone to see someone like themselves on screen, exactly, or you know hear their voice represented, it's incredible. But one of my favorite examples is I went to watch Captain Marvel at the cinema. And it was a few weeks after it came out and it was term time. Yeah. So the, the, the cinema was empty. I was sort of near the back. And then uh, this this uh, Asian guy came in with a little girl. Like, so it was like granddad. She must have been about eight or nine. Yeah. And just her, you know, every time... Captain Marvel did something amazing. Like she flew off. She was like standing up and <gasps> <laughs> like so more excited than she would have been to see a boy superhero. True. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, she was a gog at the whole thing. And her granddad was just, you could tell he was a little bit taken aback by how excited she was as well. But he had just, they came out with the biggest smiles on their faces. And you think that's so yeah. important. Now imagine if Captain Marvel had been Pakistani as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Would have been that, It would have blown yeah. her mind. I mean, wait for Ms. Yeah. Marvel to come out because uh, she's uh, she's the first Muslim superhero who's going to be on screen. So that's very exciting. Oh, wow. Yeah, she's brilliant. Yeah, and this is the thing. I've had, I had this conversation very recently with pe- with some people. And they were they were moaning about the fact. Oh, there's, I all we see now is black people on everything, and it's getting rammed down our throats and blah blah blah. And I'm like, yeah, but it hasn't been that way. It hasn't been mm. that way. 
So now you've had you know, it your way. You've had it your way. Now we're going to do this. Yeah. And that's it's you know it's equality. What skin is know? it off their nose? They, it's just that it like yeah, it's fear, isn't it? That, yeah. That they're scared of change and and it. Yeah. And you're like, no, no, no. Equality is as well as not instead of. It's, yeah. You we all it should be all of us. Yeah. And the, and you shouldn't even be it shouldn't even be a thing. It shouldn't even be a thing that there's you're seeing yeah. black people in things. It's yeah. you're seeing people in. It things. shouldn't be noticeable. No. You know, it's, no. It's it should just be something that benefits everybody. Yeah. Um. But yeah, think of the reverse. Yeah. Uh, is continuing to marginalise the people who aren't represented. They're not seeing themselves. Yeah. You know, people kicking off about blooming cream egg adverts <laughs> for showing a gay couple. I I, the worst thing about that yeah. was they were sharing a cream egg. Who shares a cream egg? Yeah, no, that's... <laughs> Absolute maniacs. Who's sharing that? Yeah. yeah. It's funny that it's like the, when the, yeah, the two the two guys kissing and and I said, look, I've worked in a gay sauna. I've seen what, what men will do with each other. And, and you know that why well, it's I don't know what your problem is. It's it's just pe- two people in love. It's two yeah. pe- it's two people in love. What you're doing, but people can't handle it. They just don't. Yeah. It's it's such a shame. And talk about and I didn't realise until very recently that so many women have achieved so many great things. There was a I found out recently the last couple of years. Sister Rosetta Tharp who was this uh, uh, rhythm and blues musician who you 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 know of. Yeah. Basically invented rock and roll. But I only ever heard of her in the last two years. Yeah, the woman that the the woman that created the program that made that we could land on the moon. Yeah, like Catherine she's Johnson. Yeah, she did yeah. all the calculations. Yeah. yeah, never heard of her. They never mentioned her in school once. I heard no. I've heard all about how the lads got to the moon. Yeah, and landed on the moon. Well, that, and then people like, why do we need a, a Women's History Month? Why do we need International Women's Day? Because of that. Yeah. <laughs> because history books have been written by the men and just put the men in. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. Yeah. I Literally, I, like I say, I was at school 30 years ago and I, I just heard about these, these incredible women. Yes. And then when you start talking about these things, like, oh, you're just jumping on this bandwagon, just being all woke, and you know, no, no, I'm genuinely shocked that I didn't hear about these yeah. people. Why we wouldn't have been on the moon if it wasn't for for Catherine? Yeah. What you, what is this? It's wild, isn't it? Yeah. Absolutely wild, and yeah, it's that it's that pattern of marginalisation that we are we're breaking through it. Yeah. We're, we are breaking. It's it, it's taken this long. Yeah. God, that's know. you know, fifty years since Catherine Johnson was doing all that. 50 years. It's nuts. And yet, we're only just starting to properly celebrate her. Yeah. Absolutely and ridiculous. About, I've only just been hearing stories about when, in the Second World War, when all the, all the men went off to war. So the women had to come in and do all the engineering jobs. Mm. And then when they came back, when the guys came back, the women had to go, had to leave. booted, yeah. 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 And that doesn't get talked about. No. I, no, it was just the way it was, yeah. Well, up until... The the when was that the the Labour Act came in in the the sixties was it or this might have been the seventies right that you know if you got married or became pregnant they could fire you what yeah fucking hell yeah absolutely yeah you're done for yeah wow. people could you know companies could advertise this job was only for unmarried women yeah 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 uh, they just they just weren't interested in someone who might get pregnant yeah because it's not good and, for the not good yeah, for the they'll have to find someone to fill in oh god oh god it's a shame uh, isn't it <laughs> yeah shocking 
Well, it's but just yeah, in, it's, yeah. It's, it's it's bizarre the sort of the equal pay thing. You uh, mm. the film like Made in Dagenham. Yes, yeah. you know that's an interesting example. And you look at it and you're like, oh, it's a period film. It ain't that long ago. No, it's no. not that long ago. It's, I say it's, fifty years. Yeah, it's it's well within lifetimes. Yeah. Well, I remember my mum getting a. My mum got a job when I was a kid, and she got a part-time job, and ended up working nights in a bakery, and you know, and that was, you know, she passed a driving test, and, and I remember it was a big deal. It yeah. was a big deal that she went off and did all that. My nan passed her driving test when she was fifty, and it was a big deal. Yeah. It, it, yeah, it'd been assumed yeah. for for the the previous fifty years that she she wouldn't really need to drive. What yeah, what's she, the point? Where where yeah. she want to go? <laughs> Do you want to go and have an adventure? Do you want to get away? Yeah. Yeah, not allowed, mate. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I've, been, I've been to have, uh, you know, if you had a bank account, you had to have your husband's signature or your dad's signature. Fucking hell. Well, the fact Couldn't that have you... have a mortgage. Because <laughs> unless a man was involved. Yeah. yeah. Well, the fact that ma- the, the, whole, the whole thing of marriage is the dad giving the daughter to the husband yeah. like the, that, that. I only knew about that recently. I didn't know Bloody about that. patriarchy. Yeah, I know, and, I, <laughs> and, I, and I was, we were talking about privilege a little while ago, and I'm like, and I was like, yeah, the fact that I didn't know about any of these things yeah. is, the, is the privilege we're talking about. Yeah, you've, that, never, you've yeah. never had to critically think about it, because the no. closer you are to it, it being in your benefit, the less you critically think about yeah. it, unless you are consciously told, have a look, have, a, have an actual think about that, have a think yeah. about that. Yeah. Because, you know, the giving away thing affects you as a man less than it does me as a woman. So I've always gone, it's creepy, isn't it? Yeah. What, yeah, what, yeah, it, yeah. what, what does it really matter? <laughs> yeah. But we're told... And me me, me yeah. and my mum chatting, like, my mum's always like, I'm giving you away when you get married, you know? Like, yeah, obviously. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. One, no, one else is, no one else is entitled to do that. <laughs> no, and you're not giving me away. I'm actually going of my own accord. Yeah. Because I choose yeah, just, to. We're just having a, a wander down a, yes, yeah. a, a, a room to the with, front with, of the room. With Killian. <laughs> you never know. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> but it's true, even I, we were talking about this when the, you know, the horrible news stories of another woman, you know, getting attacked and, and, and another woman being killed. And, and I, it really brought home to me that with the guys that are always, they're always like, ah, oh, you know, it, it, it's not all men. It's not us. It's not us. And it made me, and I've done that. And I, it made me, I remember the conversation I had and I, you know, it was a, a woman comic that was with us. I even tweeted about this and just said, I've, I've been that guy when she stood up and went, I have to go because you lot don't have to worry about it. You don't have to worry about getting murdered and killed on your own. Yeah. And I went, yeah, well, men get raped all the time. And there, and there were a couple of guys doing shows about yeah. them having been sexually assaulted, which is why it was in my head. It wasn't until later on, someone went, yeah, by men, you fucking dickhead. Yeah. It's yeah. not women What's doing it. What's the common denominator yeah. here? It is... Yeah, yeah, men who who want to hurt other people. Yeah, unfortunately, yeah. there's a there's a lot of them, and that it. I was annoyed by quite a lot of that. I had to step away from Twitter mm. a bit because um, even who was it? Davina McCall was going. Well, yeah. it's very vanishingly rare that this happens. Well, but you've got to look at it like the sliding scale. So you know, if if there's one guy who's out there to murder a woman, yeah, he definitely before where we know he has exposed himself. Yeah, yeah, We yeah. know that he's, you know, so we don't know where that sort of ends. So for every murderer, there's, you know, 10 people who have sexually assaulted a woman. Mm. For every 
for every one of those, there's a hundred guys who flashed. For every yeah. one of those, there's someone who's groped somebody walking past them in a club. So it, it, we don't yeah. know. We don't know who's no who's who's just a groper. Yeah, <laughs> we don't yeah, know yeah, who it is yeah. a murderer. But it's just, it's all it, it extrapolates from there. And I know it's I know it's not all men, yeah. but it's enough men that we are scared. Of all course. the time yeah well that's it and like yeah. you say men are also victims of male violence so yeah it's it's a different kind of fear that you carry with you yeah it's it's you don't feel as vulnerable all the time no no but you 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 still are you risk assessing yeah because definitely. you're a sense you're a sensible person you risk assess all yeah. the time and it's it's an exhausting part of of women's emotional labor to be actually yeah working out the safe way to do things, the safer way to do things. Yeah. And the horrible thing that somebody pointed out the other day was when we're told, you know, you, your mum's always telling you, you know, you take the other route home, make sure you get a taxi, you know, th- avoid this, avoid that. Don't put yourself in the situation. Yeah. The fact is if there's someone out there who wants to go and hurt a woman you're basically by making yourself safer. You're putting another woman in at risk. Yeah. Oh wow. So it's the, us. Yeah. Our behaviour is not the problem. No. Well, that's it, isn't it? It's yeah. the fact that women have to are the ones told. You know, there's a comedian called Chad Daniels, and he's got his great bit about saying to me, when he when his daughter goes out, he's like, oh look, you know, just don't go off with guys, don't do this, don't do that. And he says all these but he said there's only two things that he has to say to his son and that's drive safe, don't rape anyone. Yeah. And people go, Oh are you why are you saying that to his son? He goes, because those are the two things I don't want him to do. And I think it's perfectly reasonable to remind people of big things. Yeah. You know? And it yeah. is it's, and when Davina said that thing about, oh, this is bad for men's mental health and it it made me realise them like no no. In order for us us lads to yeah. keep hold, you know, do things for our own mental health, we're the ones that should be having these conversations. And yeah, when yeah, you hear, it is, you know, it's, it's that's how we'll do. That's how we'll deal with hard it. hard truths. And of course, it's going to be hard for mental health yeah. to hear those hard truths and to reassess yourself and think, oh, when's my behaviour been like? How, how have I yeah, exactly. enabled somebody to to be that person? Because yeah. I think you know, by by laws of average, by looking at the numbers, we all know somebody who's who's a yeah. you know a, a sex criminal or yeah. violent violent to a woman or yeah a, any of those things. We by by just sheer dint of numbers. Yeah, you know someone. So we're thinking, what, what could we have done differently? Yeah, absolutely. and that that sort of thing is on all of us, but it's more particularly on the 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 men in this toxic masculinity kind of environment where you, everything's written off as banter. Yeah, yeah, and it's yeah, it's not cool, man. <laughs> no, it's not. But it's that, not. that's that's it. That's why we have to have these conversations, and men men should talk to each other and call each other out on the yeah. on the bullshit and and talk to women as well and really get an understanding of yeah. what it feels like you know that this is why i want to have these conversations with with women is that so i get a better understanding of you know what it feels like i mean when i'm out there is that i it's different i've had my head kicked in a few times by men on trains and things like that so there is when a group of lads get on you go right is this going to go that way or mm. is this going to be and you can tell there's always a bit of you can feel it but I'm not thinking, oh, I might get raped and killed. And it's, yeah. it's different. It's different. And so, yeah, 
We 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 are having these conversations, by the way. Men are men are doing that. I'm know? glad. I'm glad of that. So it is it is it's happening, and yeah. people listening to this will go off, and this will this will get other conversations started, and yeah, yeah. it's going to be. And good. it's hard. It's yeah. hard, but we. It's like we've all been having harder conversations about race recently. Mm, yeah. And it is hard. It's and it's meant to be painful. Yes. Because we're reassessing our life decisions and, yeah. and our attitudes and and past behaviour. You know, we've we said right at the top, didn't we? We we we're always looking back yeah. and thinking what you know, we're feeling guilty. Well, there's some stuff we should feel guilty for, but yeah, true. the more important thing is to learn the lesson from it. Yeah. And think, okay, I've been guilty of thinking X, doing Y. Let's change it. Let's let's flip the script. Now is the time we can do it and we can talk about it. Yeah. And uh, yeah, and educating particularly particularly young men that this yeah. has been the headline thing in the news you know today when we we're recording has been all these uh anonymous descriptions of what's happened in schools yeah right like our current young people young men are yeah. still committing nasty acts wow yeah degrading the young women in our schools at a time when we're supposed to have better education on this, yeah. obviously something is amiss, and there's educate there's an education gap there, and and yeah. it's not it's not necessarily educating the girls, it's educating the boys. Educate your sons is a sign I saw at a protest yeah, yeah. on the news it, the other day. True. Educate your sons. Yeah, it's true. It, we, I've I said this on another episode that there is something in men we are told. I don't know if we're told or there's something in us that you, there is a there is a I want to say monster or a creature in us that drives you on, and you're like, "Oh, she's attractive. Oh, yeah, what's, oh, I'll go and talk to her." And, it, and it's it's talking to boys, young boys, to get you go. Listen, yes, you're going to see someone that you find attractive, but you don't go and grab them. You don't yeah. do this. They're not there for you to to fuck yeah. about with. There's yeah. respect and their decency, and these are people. Yeah, and that's what needs to be. That's I never. We never really had that growing up. It was. It was just. You know, one day you're gonna. It was always about you know you're gonna get a job and you're gonna you're gonna meet a woman and then you're gonna have kids. That was your, that was the line and yeah, yeah. And it it's, needs to start from a young age. Yeah, and 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 it, this all does tie in together. The the fact that we can see so many different kinds of people represented and different lifestyles. Yeah. And kinder people succeeding. Yeah. Kindness winning on on even on shows like Drag Race, the kind people. You know, it was all yeah. about kindness and openness and sharing and joy yeah these positive things should be what are driving us and and letting us accept that people are different you don't have to be going down that yeah tunnel vision route of you meet a girl you grab a girl you get married to the girl done yeah that's you no, you don't have to live like that if you don't no, want to exactly and that's that's all that's all good and the 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 girl could be going, I don't have to be grabbed. Brilliant. Yeah. yeah, yeah. If you wouldn't mind not doing that, that'd be great. Yeah, that'd yeah. be super. That'd be super. Yeah. Thanks for that. <laughs> Jenny, this has been amazing. Thank you for your time. It's been um, very serious today, hasn't it? We've covered a lot. Well, do you know what? This is the thing. I know because I'm a comedian and people sometimes expect it to be more comedy based but I actually with the I want to learn more and I want to have these chats because I get it wrong. I had a chat with someone the other day for, for one of these and and I could feel, I don't, you can't like everybody, but I've got a feeling she wasn't that taken with me. 
and it got a bit. It was a, it was a tricky, and I did come away from it going, "Am I shit? Am I?" Uh-huh. But that's why I do these because I want to. Yeah. I want to improve. I want people listening to improve themselves and and we're also all, we're not, all on a big yeah. learning curve aren't we though? yeah exactly. we're all, we're, if yeah. You, you want to improve and that's that's the biggest step yeah yeah and also there are elements of you that's still great there's you don't have to you're not completely shit just because there's been certain things you might have done or something mm. you know what i mean we're all yeah. again it goes back to that being fluid isn't it it's you know there's good and bad in us and yeah we're trying to work it out and we're we're, we're, we're like 90 percent water and so just think of us <laughs> so we're just flowing we're just yeah flowing. what a beautiful way to put the it. different yeah. particles are being energized with different vibes all the time yeah so yeah yeah it's all, it's no, all good yeah. And it just happens that there's no kind of, like this has been said before, but there's no kind of destination to any of this. Mm. There's always that, oh, if I achieve that, then I'll be better and blah, blah, blah. It's yeah. like, no, you kind of just, like you say, you're 90% water, you're bobbing along, different <laughs> things get fired up, and then one day you're not here anymore. There's no, there isn't yeah. really, that's just it. You're just yeah. going to have a, just to try and make the most of it while you're here. Exactly. You know? I think so. But Jenny, this would be lovely. Uh, normally we say, where can we find you online? But I don't know if you want people to do that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you can listen to my podcast though. Oh yeah, what's it? What's that? What's it called? Fingers on Buzzers. There it's you a, go. It's a quizzing based podcast with me and Lucy Porter. Excellent. Excellent. Lovely stuff. Jenny, thank you so much. I really Cheers. appreciate your time. It's been lovely. And hopefully I'll get to see you outside in the real world at some point. Fingers crossed. It's very soon. When you're feeling in the second circle, obviously. <laughs> I've, I've, had, I've had like over a year to re-energise. So you'd think oh, yeah. I'd be all right. That big old first circle. Now it's massive. Like a big, <laughs> <laughs> a paddling pool. Thank you, Jenny. And uh, it's been a pleasure. Ah. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.